This Family Life News Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Next on the 5 o'clock report. Six to eight inches. God was there before you got there. You don't have to invite him in. We do not support a full-scale military operation. This health condition may be worse than initially thought. Man, I feel like static. Yet another illness of addiction. The house, it was just flat. What was it like to see your teacher get married? I cried, I laughed, I smiled. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. A massive storm heading for New York and Pennsylvania shifted by 100 miles on its way here. It means if you're in upstate New York, little to no snow. New York City, though, just got an alert from the governor of the state. Here's Kathy Hochul. We are expecting to see in Long Island and New York City six to eight inches. Central and eastern Pennsylvania will have shovelable snow, too. In terms of snowfall, northern tier, Poconos, looking at around four to eight inches of snow with the valleys coming in right around three to six inches of snow. And I must say, this is track dependent. Williamsport, Wilkesbury, Scranton, watch the forecast tonight. Big storm coming in here later tonight. Snow may be heavy at times tomorrow morning and then end by tomorrow afternoon. Allow extra time of travel for tomorrow afternoon as poor visibility and certainly slippery road conditions. Boston's mayor has declared a state of emergency with 12 inches on the way. It was 50 degrees four days ago. Old man winter back at it. Kevin has details for your town coming up in four minutes. Canadian writer, speaker and evangelical pastor Henry Blackaby has passed away at the age of 88. He's the one that put together the Experiencing God series that sold 8 million copies. Black was a mentor to pastors, churches, and businesses across the world. When they get into a board meeting, I'll tell them how to function in the board meeting, how to recognize the presence of God. I said, God was there before you got there. You don't have to invite him in. His son Richard said today, quote, he helped countless people experience God. Now he's experiencing God in ways that will surely surpass his most cherished dreams. President Biden is expected to speak to the press soon after meeting with Jordan's king all afternoon. Jordan is a major ally for us in the Middle East. This, as Israel said today, it's expanding its ground offensive in Rafah to target the terror network Hamas. The State Department warning against it because there are a million refugees there. Without such a a plan that is credible and that they can execute, we do not support a full-scale military operation there going ahead. The man that runs our military is raising eyebrows again today. Can he do his job? Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been moved to a critical care unit at Walter Reed after suffering a bladder issue over the weekend. It does seem to suggest that his health condition may be worse than initially thought when it seemed like he was going to conduct his duties right there from the hospital. Now to Texas and still no motive for a woman that started shooting at Joel Osteen's church in Houston yesterday. A woman in her trench coat in her 30s, police say, entered the building with a long rifle, a child by her side. She started to fire, they say, before two off-duty officers working church security fired back. The woman was killed by police. A $95 billion aid bill for Ukraine and Israel is advancing in the U.S. Senate. The money passed a Senate procedural vote with the help of 18 Republicans in a rare Sunday session. If the bill passes the Senate, which leaders hope could happen as soon as Tuesday, it will head to the House where it's unlikely to pass. President Biden is now on TikTok. His first post on the popular social media app showed him at home watching the Super Bowl, along with the caption, 
LOL Hey Guys. Many Republican lawmakers have taken aim at the app and its parent company over possible connections to the Chinese government. Soon you'll be able to seal your letter with a bit of history. CBS reporter Matt Piper explains. As the country continues to celebrate Black History Month this February, the U.S. Postal Service announced a series of stamps honoring 10 people who assisted with the Underground Railroad. That's the secret network that helped enslaved people escape to freedom. Among those honored are abolitionists Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass. The Forever Stamps will be on sale next month at the U.S. Postal Service's website and at your local post office. And a parade for the Super Bowl-winning Chiefs is set for Kansas City on Wednesday, much to the delight of their fans. The team rallied for an overtime win at the Super Bowl over the 49ers last night. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> really good. Oh, man, I feel ecstatic. That's the best feeling in the world. Great. Back to back. Fantastic. Unbelievable. This 49ers fan making the best of a difficult loss. We win overtime. That is insane. Like, we made history just doing that, and I feel like we should be proud of that. Andy Reid says he plans to return as coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, fresh off the team's second straight Super Bowl win. The OT victory over San Francisco was last night. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Religious exemptions for vaccines hit the U.S. Supreme Court this week, a bus crash in Erie, and online sports bets in New York. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. Here's the call for tonight and tomorrow. Cloudy snow mixed with sleet and rain arriving in many areas overnight, continuing into tomorrow. The heaviest snows again will be across portions of central and eastern Pennsylvania, where amounts could exceed a foot in spots. Amounts will taper sharply and quickly to the north and west, to the point of just a few snow flurries near Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. Low tonight, 20s, the high tomorrow, 30s. Brisk and colder tomorrow night and Wednesday with flurries in areas of lake snow. Uh, temperatures on Wednesday peaking in the 20s and lower 30s. Thank you, Kevin. Check in the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear a landmark case out of Connecticut this week that could impact whether kids are required to get vaccines in New York and Pennsylvania to go to school. Family Life's Mark Webster has the story. Yes, Sarah. After years of litigation, the Connecticut religious exemption lawsuit will be heard on Friday and could determine whether children may claim religious exemptions to state vaccination mandates for school attendance, not only in Connecticut, but throughout the nation. Since California became the first state to repeal its exemptions in 2015, pharmaceutical companies have successfully lobbied nationwide, getting Connecticut, Maine, and New York to repeal their religious exemptions. This is the first case on religion, vaccinations, and freedom of choice to hit the high court. Justices are expected to release their decision Tuesday, February 20th. Mark Webster, Family Life News. There was a school bus crash in Erie, PA this morning. No students or staff were injured in a morning collision between a school bus and a van on Route 97 in Union City. Erie County 911 says one person was hospitalized. A lawmaker in New York wants to prohibit sports book ads on TV, radio, and the Internet. Albany area lawmaker Paul Tonko says whether it's a Super Bowl broadcast or other sports events, you're likely to see ads asking you to bet through an online sports book. He says it's addictive to create gambling opportunities. But it's every inch of the game, every play. Will it be a run? Will it be a pass? How many yards? Under 10, over 10? We need to avoid a potential crisis here. New York started in 2022 and raked in well over $700 million by taxing online sports bets. Yes, those are dollars into the state. 
But how many dollars are going to be required of these states to address yet another illness of addiction? In the first year, New York's Addiction Services Office fielded 26 percent more calls for problem gambling. In Pennsylvania, the leader of the Senate Education Committee is expressing concern about Governor Shapiro's proposal to combine Pennsylvania's big universities and smaller colleges under a single umbrella. David Argel tells Family Life it could hamper higher ed. Flexibility is the key. It's one of the reasons why our community colleges are so successful. They are very nimble, and we don't want to take that away from them. He warns a one-size-fits-all mandate may not fit across the diversity of local school districts. We have suburbs, we have large cities, we have small towns, we have farms and villages, and so it's very difficult to write education policy that helps all of our students. The literature needs to figure out how to rework state aid to education after a court ruled that the funding formula was unfair to smaller schools. Ten Pennsylvania state universities are nixing criminal background checks for some student employees who have no direct contact with minors, saying it's to help students who depend on those jobs as part of their financial aid package to help cover tuition. It was a somber anniversary in western New York today, the 15th anniversary of the Colgan Air Flight 3407 crash that killed 50 people. This man was an eyewitness on February 12, 2009. It was amazing to see that the house it was just flat at that point. The fire trucks were just getting there and the house was flat and there were flames probably 50 to 100 feet in the air. The National Transportation Safety Board concluded the pilot's inappropriate response to still warnings was the cause of the crash. Now to this week's issues in education. Today we examine a new report on the state of education in the state of Pennsylvania and changing the state aid formula for local schools in New York. Here's education advocate Dr. Ralph Kerr. Governor Hochul says she will reset the formula for how education dollars are divvied out in New York, promising that those funds are going to reflect school enrollment. Yes, well, certainly enrollment is down, and there are a couple of reasons for that. One is that people are just moving out, and also there are less children being born now. The governor proposed a really revolutionary way to construct the budget this year. What the governor is saying is that we need to look at the enrollment and we're already the highest price per student cost in the nation. And so we got to figure out a better way to serve the children without it costing more and more money every year. Some of the districts have had 54.6% decrease in one district, 36.9% in another, 27.5% in another. Well, hey, let's head south to Pennsylvania, Ralph. The School Boards Association there releasing its State of Education report. This 48-page report lists student mental health, staffing shortages, and funding as the three greatest challenges facing schools in Pennsylvania. I do agree with mental health, but I want to add to the student mental health, teachers, administrators, and other staff, because I do think this is a tremendous problem in all schools right now, the mental health of the people that are working there, and certainly the students would be included in that. Staffing shortages, I believe, can be taken care of, which is to have less people working for the school. 80% of any school budget is people. And if you get declining revenues, like we just talked about, you're going to have less people. It's kind of a backwards way to get at staffing shortages, but (laughs) it is a way to do it. 
And the other factor is I'm all for using the existing funding better and smarter rather than always saying that the answer is to just throw more money at the situation. And then finally, uh, you know, this is the time of year, Ralph, if you're thinking about running for your school board. What are some things that people need to keep in mind if they're feeling that call? You have to have your signed petition into the district by April 22nd. If you're thinking about it, some practical things you could do would be to attend the school board meeting in your community, see if you like the people that are on the board now and if you think you can work with them. And this is a critical time for school board because they're dealing with the budgets yeah. uh, at this time. And talk with your friends. And then, of course, be sure to check out the videos that we have on the website at whyrun.org. Listen for Bob Price's full interview with Dr. Ralph Kerr on our latest news podcast at familylife.org. If you approach money management with a stewardship mindset, don't be surprised if someone makes fun of you. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. In Luke 16, Jesus says, No servant can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and money. But do you know what comes next in that passage? It says the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, ridiculed him. Well, if you believe what Jesus said and act on it, don't be surprised if someone ridicules you, too. Some people won't understand why you believe, based on Scripture, that getting out of debt is so important, or why you want to become increasingly generous and give more money away. But don't let the scoffers bother you, and who knows, your God-centered attitude toward money may inspire someone else to want to follow God's way too. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the kindergarten teacher that got married at school. But first, one last check of weather with Kevin Williams. The storm system that brought severe thunderstorms, even tornadoes, to portions of the southeastern United States over the weekend is coming north. Snow mixed with sleet and rain arriving in many areas overnight, continuing into tomorrow. The heaviest snows again will be across portions of central and eastern Pennsylvania, where amounts could exceed a foot in spots. Amounts will taper sharply and quickly to the north and west, to the point of just a few snow flurries near Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. Low tonight 20s, the high tomorrow 30s. Temperatures on Wednesday peaking in the 20s and lower 30s. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at five, wedding at school. A kindergarten teacher at a Christian school pulled off a surprise wedding on campus with another teacher at the school in Minnesota last week. This morning, Katie walked into her kindergarten classroom at Good Shepherd with a new last name. They just giggle because they don't know how to really address me now. Trading Miss Corkin for Mrs. Wire after tying the knot to her husband, Kevin, another teacher at the school last week. The hallway was filled with kids holding cheerleader pom-poms as they were whisked away to a car outside. The Christian school just happened to have a church on campus and all of the students were invited. It was insane. I knew that it was like a celebration, but I didn't know they were actually getting married in the middle of the day. But then you saw her in the wedding dress and then you believed it was the real deal. Mrs. Wire says it was in the works for months when she told school staff everyone was enthusiastically on board. This school is so special. It's like the best place to be and being able to show that to the kids and share that with the kids was just amazing. The kids thought so, too. It was a moment they will never forget. Come to Phonics, witness a wedding. What was it like to see your teacher get married? 
fun. Yeah. It was like well, so amazing. Like I cried, I laughed, I smiled, and it was just so great to see my kindergarten teacher like dressed in her wedding day. Happily ever after at school. And that's the world that we live in for Monday, the 12th of February. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Thank you for listening to this Family Life News Podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, please share it with others and click the subscribe button to automatically receive future episodes. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Podcasts like this are made possible by your financial partnership. Find out more at familylife.org.